Find a seat, everyone. Just manoeuvre the furniture. Thank you. For the okay. Thank you. Children, you are amazing at the actions at the beginning. You put us all to shame. There, we've missed. We've lost a couple. I don't mean to alarm anyone. There's a few empty seats. These were full before. So, I need you children to help me with my talk. Okay. So I need you all at the front if you're able. Right. I need hands free as well for this. So I, I don't know if many of you know that I've had this shoulder injury for about three months and um, I've got to do, a physio have asked me to do these exercises every day and I really struggle to do these exercises every day. So I thought what better place to do it whilst I am doing a preach to you and in fact I could even get you to help me and to, you could do some of these exercises as well because I can't really build it into my everyday so I thought I need to just make it part of what I'm doing this morning. So, actually, all just jump to your feet quickly. Because although I'm a little bit weak, I can see there are a few people that are quite strong. Children, let me see your muscles. Let me see your muscles. You've been working out. Wow. Okay. And any of you got any muscles out there? You might need to blow them up. Blow them up. Come on. So, we're going to have a little game of uh, Simon Says, okay? And you have to do what I say. You can stay, stay standing. And you have to, you, do you know the rules? If, if Simon doesn't say it, you don't do it, okay? So, okay. Lift, Simon Says, lift your right arm. Simon Says, lift your left arm. Simon Says, lower your left arm. Simon Says, turn your head to the right. Bend over. Oh, you're good. Oh, you're so good. Simon says bend over. Oh, look at that pose. Amazing. That was like, you did a great... Um, <laughs> you can stop there. You can sit down, actually. You can sit down. You just did Mr. Universe um, strong arm pose there without even knowing it. You look so strong. So good. Whoa. So, um, the second exercise... Just... You could have a little uh, game of arm wrestling. You could just, if you've got anyone you want to challenge, just, just do a little arm wrestle with them. Anyone want to take me on? I can only do my left hand. Keith, come on. Do you know how to do arm wrestles? Yep. Well, you might need to do it on a table. <laughs> but it's okay. Sam, take your dad on. I want to see some more. Dave, I want you to take on your dad. Okay, here we go.
We didn't actually plan that. But thanks for letting me win. Okay, these boys are still going. Clear winner. Okay, that's it for now. So what I need you to do is... Um, I, I've got something on the wall here. Amazing, well done. I, didn't, I did that from my pocket. So, okay, okay, what's number one then? This is just for the children. Whose arm, strong arm, not Spider-Man, good. By the way, depending on how we do this morning and how well-behaved you lot are, there might be some prizes at the very end, though, so you have to sit through the whole thing to get the prize, okay? So, number one, what do we think? Spider-Man, Spider good. Number two? No. Back, no. Anyone? Say that again. Wonder Woman, down to Zachary. Brilliant. Number three. Iron Man, very good. You can tell just from these strong arms. Number four. Hulk, incredible Hulk, very good. Last one. One of the ladies at the back, go on. You're not sure? Just had your hand up. Go on. Say that again. Mr. Incredible. Very, very good. Excellent. So um, these are all made-up heroes. And um, they've all got sorts of, all sorts of special powers to defeat the enemy. But actually, I want to talk about someone who's got a, an amazing power. And uh, that goes far beyond all of these. Oh, if you put them all together, his power is far greater than any of these. And he's come to save us. And throughout the Bible, there's lots of examples of his strong, outstretched arm coming towards us. And it's talking about his saving power. And so that's what I want to talk about this morning. And... Um, I want us all to recognize his awesome power and the victory that he has won over the enemy for us. So, in the Bible, the imagery of the arm of the Lord is always talking about his strong power and his saving power. And um, now, as you know, God does, is a spirit, and so he doesn't have arms and legs like we know it, but he does use this sort of language using our bodies to help us understand what God is like about his, his, um, his character and his purpose and his mission here on earth. So that's really helpful. So I've got some verses on the next one. Let's just see if this thing works. Here we go. Oh, wow. Okay, children, you can read out some of these verses. So these are some of the verses that uh, speak of God's power. So who wants to read this one out? Oh, so many keen. I was expecting all to sit on their hands. <laughs> okay. Powerful is your arm, strong is your hand. Your right and hand lifted it high and in glorious strength. Excellent. Very good. Well done. Okay, I've got this. Too many things to carry here. Who wants to read this one? Oh, I think your hand went up first. You go. God has rolled up his sleeves. All the nations can, he can see his holy muscled arm. Well done. Very good. So that was from the message. I like the way they've translated that. His holy muscled arm. 
And uh, is there any more? I don't know, actually. They want another, another verse. I don't think there is one, but there may be some later, okay? So these, there's lots of verses about his power. And there's one, Psalm 98 as well, says this. Let me see if I've got another. Oh, I have got another one. Who would like to read this one? Oh, oh, I don't know. Come on, you have a went first. Do you want your brother to help you? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sing a new song to the Lord, for he has done wonderful deeds. His right hand has won a mighty victory. His holy arm has, sh- has shown his saving power. Psalm 98, verses 1. Brilliant. You did great together. Well done. Good team, these two. Good. So he's expecting a lot of water this morning because she's, she's wearing goggles, but that's a good look. I've seen that before. I think they know something we don't know. <laughs> so well done. So these are three verses which just talk about God's saving, outstretched arm of power. So through my talk, you've, I'm going to say various words. And with, with each word that I say, you, you're going to have to do an action, okay? The adults can do it too. But, uh, so I'm going to speak of God's outstretched arm of power. So what sign should we have for power? This one? So if I ever say the word power, I want you to do this. You can do it now. Power. If I talk of God's outstretched arms of love, I want you to do this. So that's like the symbol of the cross. Yeah. Yeah, be careful you don't hit someone in the face. Okay? This could get dangerous. That's why you've got goggles on, eye protection. That's good. So there's power, love. The next one is victory. What should we do for victory? This one, it's like a V, isn't it? And we often do a V when people, a victory, yeah? Okay, and the last one is outstretched arms of peace. And I want you to just put your hands out like this to demonstrate peace, okay? So if ever I say, so let's have a quick practice. Love. Oh. Ah. Victory. Oh, good. Oh, everyone's doing it now. It's brilliant. Um, uh, peace and power. Oh, good. So the reason I do these is to hopefully you might remember just one or two things after uh, this uh, time together. That's my main aim, really, that you remember one or two things. Okay. So I'm going to first talk about outstretched arms of power. Oh, good. So... This is a verse about his outstretched arms of power. Our sovereign Lord, you have made the heavens and the earth by your great power and outstretched arm. So I missed the first power. Now, this is real power, isn't it? This is real power. You either stop doing it already. You got tired already. <laughs> Remember, there's prizes, okay? I'm watching. Um... So he spoke, he stretched out his arms, he said, let there be land, let there be sea, let there be sky, and so it was. What power. (laughs) However, we know that the ultimate display of Jesus' power is on the cross. 1 Corinthians 1.18 says this, For the message of the cross is foolishness for those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. 
Good, that's the first one. So I'm now going to do outstretched arms of love. Excellent. So, so with power, with God's power comes great love. And I'm so pleased about that. So you think of Incredible Hulk, he's got a lot of power, hasn't he? But very little love. He's just unleashed. <laughs> Sorry, am I confusing people? You've got to be quick. But I, I think you don't... If you want to stop, you can. I can see people are perspiring from all this exercise. It's the most exercise all year for some. So, um, but yeah, I'm so pleased that God's love is restrained and motivated and demonstrated through love. His power is demonstrated through love. Um, John 15, 13 says, Greater love has no one than this, that someone lay down his life for his friends. So the greatest expression of love that any of us will ever experience is the symbol on the cross. People are struggling now. You can stop with the arm movements. I can see it's distracting people now. It's supposed to help. It's now a distraction, isn't it? It's his arms outstretched on the cross. This is what I want you to remember. Jesus' arms. This is his demonstration of love. He humbly lay his arms on the cross, stretched them out, and allowed men to pierce through his hands and nail him to a cross. The, uh, the message says this in 1 John 4.10. He loved us and sent his son as a sacrifice to clear away our sins and the damage that they've done to our relationship with God. So God's holiness demands that sin be paid for and uh, Jesus paid the penalty so that we could be forgiven and our relationship with him restored. This is how much he loved us. Now this image of the cross we see this quite regularly, and I, I was just thinking, we, we can get quite used to it, can't we? It doesn't really phase us, we look at that. It doesn't really move us much, does it? But actually, I, I just felt, I wanted to somehow give, make you understand something of the horror. I mean, I couldn't go into all the details, because we've got children. It'd be an 18 certificate, to be honest. But, uh, 18? Yeah, not suitable for your ears or eyes. And because it is a barbaric murder. And I, my son showed me a picture of something that happened to a friend of his in needlework class. If you're squeamish about needles, you might want to turn away. But I want to show you this because I, my immediate reaction was, Ooh, oh, ah. but I, I see this and I don't do that. And so I'm going to show you if you, I don't want to all start crying or anything, please don't do that. So. So this was, this was uh, yeah, in class, in one of Eden's friends. He was sat next to this girl. And, um, but you see the reaction there. But we didn't get that when we showed this. It's funny, isn't it? And I, I want to somehow... Sorry, children, it's not... She's, she's okay now. She's back at school working hard, so don't worry, everyone. But... Romans 8... Romans 5.8 says, But God shows his love for us that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. He didn't just get a little battered, a little bruised. He didn't get a few cuts and chafes. He died for us and a very barbaric death. So we've got outstretched arms of power, outstretched arms of love. The last, the third one, outstretched arms of victory. Yeah, 
victory. God's power is not only seen in creation, which we can see every day, but throughout the Bible we can see evidence of his power. I'm sure some of you children will remember some of the stories. And there's stories through the Bible which kind of prophesy or foreshadow what was going to happen all through the Old Testament. So things like Moses, where Moses was holding a staff up and um, the, the, the seas parted, didn't they? And the, the Israelites went through and the people went through and then the seas closed behind them and the enemy was drowned. So this was a victory scene. And um, other examples of when, say, say when Moses was on the, on the top of the hill and his uh, friends, um, Aaron and Hur, who's a him, to confuse you. <laughs> they were either side of Moses and they were holding his arms up, weren't they? On the top of a hill. And they defeated the Amalekites. Do you remember this story? So this was another example of the victory of the Lord through arms being raised on a hill. Similar, foreshadowing what was going to happen when Jesus was on the hill and his arms raised on a hill. And um, I want us to... I mean, it's interesting, because what happens when you um, have a victory or something? I've seen some videos of people that scored goals and run off. And what do you do? George, what do you do when you run off after you've scored a goal? You celebrate, and you lift your arms in the air. I don't think you do the somersault thing yet, but you, you lift your arms in the air for victory, don't you? You did it once. Brilliant. So, but this is a sign of victory, isn't it? A sign that you may have won. And um, on the cross, Jesus won an amazing victory for us. In, uh, uh, oh, did I do that? Did I bring that up? Someone did. Brilliant. I have to look at it now. And, he, and it says here, And having disarmed the powers and the authorities, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them by the cross. So when you see his hands on the cross, this image of Jesus' hands on the cross, I want you to see that this is a victory that's been won for you and me. It's, been a, it's a victory. He's won over sin and death. He, he, he then goes... And says, well, there we go. And um, it is finished. It is finished. When, um, yeah, you can see these guys, they're lifting their hands. They've either climbed a mountain or won a race, and they've lifted their hands in victory. Please know that Jesus has won the victory. It's finished. It's complete. He's accomplished his mission. He's accomplished what he came for. He's ascended the hill. He's, he's won he, the victory for you and me. He's fulfilled the old sacrificial system of making sacrifices. Once and for all, he's done it. He's accomplished the work. It is finished. Last one. Outstretched arms of peace. It doesn't just end there. He didn't just die on the cross to deal with our sin. His victory gets bigger. Because on the third day, I like the bit where it says he rolls up his sleeves and really flexes his muscles in one of the versions. Because on the third day, you know, his, imagine his arms were in the, in the tomb, all held tight, bound up by the linen. On the third day, he arose. The stone was rolled away, and he raises his hands. And then he comes out, and in the resurrection, he comes and meets with Mary, 
He meets with the disciples. And what does he do? What does he say? Oh, oh look, there we go. He says this. He says this as he meets with the disciples. He shows them his hands. He says, peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and sighed. And then it repeats itself. Jesus said again, peace be with you. He brings peace in his outstretched arms to you and me. Sin broke our relationship with God and the cross made peace, enabled reconciliation, enabled us to be reconciled back to God the Father. So he himself is our peace, it says in the Bible. It says here that he says, what does it say? He showed them his hands, um, peace be with you. He could have said, I am with you. He says, peace be with you. He's effectively saying, I am with you. I want to just say at this point, you may be looking for peace in other places. True, deep, inner peace can only be found in the person of Jesus. He is our peace. And he offers his hands, his wounded hands out to you, offering peace. He wants to say to you, peace be with you. See my hands. I've enabled for the peace to be with you. Colossians, um, yeah, actually it says, peace I give to you, not as the world gives. Yeah, lots of people be looking in different places. But he offers a peace which is unique, different, set apart. Not as the world gives. He is the person of peace. Colossians 1.20 says that Jesus wants to reconcile himself to all things, making peace by the blood of his cross. So this morning... Um, I want you to have this image of his outstretched, armed, indelibly kind of printed in your mind and in your heart. I think it's interesting that Jesus didn't, when he came back, when he was resurrected, he still had the scars, didn't he, on his hands. He could have uh, removed those. I think if it was a Disney movie, they would have certainly, in the next frame, removed the scars after the victory. But something about scars, I wanted to speak to you about healing, about a new start, about new beginnings, about something to, to remind you. As you see his scars, this is a, a new start for you. There's, a, there's healing to come for each of you. New beginnings. So he's really inviting us all to join with him and be to receive his his power his love his victory and his peace and there's only one real response from us really isn't there outstretched arms of surrender each of us this is how we respond to these stretched out arms of the lord to us we want to lift our hands in full submission to him don't we to understand that he is the higher power. He is the authority. We want to confess and repent of our sin and yield to his purposes for our lives. We want to have arms that are open, ready to receive. 
is a wonderful thing that can... That's my grandson. He's trying to go out. So rude. Um, totally throwing me now. We want to put our arms out, arms out ready to receive, don't we? We want to receive the gift of Jesus' salvation. If you haven't done that before, you can do that now. When we surrender our lives in submission to Jesus, there's an amazing exchange that happens. As he's got his arms out to us and we put our arms out to him, he actually exchanges and gives us his power. He wants to give his power to you. He wants to give you his love. He wants to give you his victory. And he wants to give you his peace. What's his? He wants to be yours. At the resurrection, when he was with the disciples, he breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. He wants to impart. He wants to give. He wants you to receive something of himself. The Holy Spirit is just the person of Jesus. It's part of the Trinity. It's the Lord. And he wants to give of himself to you. He wants to breathe on you. Even this morning, even now, he says, I want to breathe on you so that you might receive the Holy Spirit. I'd like you to just stand up. We could have the band back. Let's just do that one last time with the actions, okay, children? I'll go through it. Ready? Power. Love. Victory. Peace. Good. So is the band just playing in the background? I'm just going to read a Psalm, Psalm 98 to you. You can start playing. And then, and then we will go into worship. And I encourage you to respond. How do you think we might respond? How would be a fitting way to respond this morning? Maybe lift your hands. Oh, there's an idea. Maybe lift your hands. It, it's a biblical thing to do. We're encouraged to lift our hands in worship. Yeah? Psalm 134 says, lift up your hands to the holy place and bless the Lord. Okay, let me read Psalm 98. Sing a new song to the Lord, for he has done wonderful deeds. His right hand has won a mighty victory. His holy arm has shown his saving power. The Lord has announced his victory and has revealed his righteousness to every nation. He has remembered his promise to love and to be faithful to Israel. The ends of the earth have seen the victory of our God. Shout to the Lord, all the earth. Break out in praise and sing for joy. Sing your praise to the Lord with the harp, with the harp and melodious song, with trumpets and the sound of the ram's horn. Make a joyful symphony before the Lord, the King. Let the sea and everything in it shout his praise. Let the earth and all living things join in. Let the rivers clap their hands in glee. Let the hills sing out their songs of joy before the Lord. For he is coming to judge the earth. He will judge the world with justice and the nations with fairness. Let's sing together and worship our wonderful Saviour.